welcome to uh, the Broken Podcast. Um, my name is Chris Bovey. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a long time uh, since we've done this, uh, but we uh, we wanted to keep it going and uh, wanted to still keep the conversation going. So, um, the the big thing I wanted to talk about, like, and this is just like an introduction. This is just like um, ten thousand foot view, but um, we wanted to uh, at least. Uh, focus on um, chill uh, kids and children and parenting and just kind of um, approaching it from a biblical stand- uh, standpoint and where it falls into the church and and that type of thing. And so this week I have two very special guests with me, and I've known them for a little bit. Um, is my wife uh, Liz? Hello. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm Chris's wife uh, and Jonas's mom, which he'll introduce you in a minute. Um, I skipped ahead. That's okay. Uh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> and um, since we're talking about kids, obviously, uh, I brought a kid. Yes. Uh, yes. Hello. My name is Jonas. I'm 16, the son of my wonderful father, Chris. And Liz over there. Uh, I've known them for about 16 years. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. <laughs> roughly. I think so. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's me. That's you? Okay. I do card tricks. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, I, you know, and, and I don't have like a, um, a entry point necessarily um, like I usually do, but I just wanted to at least go through where we have been um as a family as um children's ministers um we like both Liz and I were uh we were at a church and we were tasked with um being in charge of children's church right yes and uh in case you don't know in case you're coming into this blind children's church is a place that is supposed to be um, supposed to be like regular church for grown-ups, but it's scaled down and simplified. I think is kind of the gist of it, right? I I think it's supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was was that ever conveyed to us though? I mean, I I don't know if we just made it that way. It's or entertaining. Not. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember you guys swallowed fire. Yes, that was cool to watch. That was fun. It's yeah. terrifying for me. Yeah. And Chris would always say, "If you bring your Bibles, Miss Liz will swallow fire." And I would think, "Oh my God, please don't bring your Bible." <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. It's terrible. I know that's. <laughs> So, uh, basically during the, it, it was basically uh childcare, you know, during, uh, while grownups are in, uh, the other room and they're going to church, um, we are in children's church watching their kids and, uh, supposedly teaching them about the Bible and Jesus and things like that. Like, I mean, there was no like set structure, 
Like, uh, no, we were just, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, we were kind of making it up as we went along, just kind of winging it and things like that, right? Well, there was, I don't know, books you could buy. You know, the church would let us buy books and we would go with those programs or whatever. You know, if we there's like Sunday school material you can get and things like that. Yeah. 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 Um, but nothing was set in stone. Nothing no. was set in stone. You were just put in a room with kids and said, go, do what you want. <laughs> as long as we don't see them for a while and they are happy when they come back, we're good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this this continues for a long time that we are doing children's church and Sunday school. And uh, do you remember the age range? Um, I think it was, we did kindergarten. It was a big span. It was like, it was like kindergarten to like eighth grade or something. Was it eighth grade? I think it was eighth grade. That was whenever they would. Yeah. And then at, like, or was it sixth grade? I think it was, Maybe six. it was sixth. Yeah. And then after sixth grade, they'd be like, okay, we're just going to be junior helpers now. And they would and never leave. Yeah. They never we'll wanted to there. leave us. Like it was, it was a weird situation because it was. You have these kids from kindergarten all the way till sixth grade, and every Sunday they come, and it's packed full with crazy adventures, like me swallowing fire, or Jonas would make balloon animals whenever he became a junior helper. But And you go from that to now you have to go to big church and sit and listen to some guy talk to you for an hour, and that's it. And do nothing. Just Yes. There. And no, it was no like... Fire. It was... It was like they were in trouble or something. Yeah. Like they grew up and now you're done with you and it's not church isn't fun anymore. So we had taught these kids all their life that church was fun and then whenever they became adolescents it was like all done and they didn't know how to react to that. So they would all say, I want to be a junior helper. We came up with this junior helper thing. So then they would stay with us until they were in high school Whatever pretty age, much. Yeah. yeah. When when do you stop being a junior helper? Yeah. And so it, it was it became crazy because we had all these, it was like children's church was outgrowing big church because nobody wanted to go to it. So, yeah, I know that probably sounds crazy, but that's No, just, no, I want to get into that as well. It was at some this point, but. weird cycle we made for ourselves and didn't even realize we were doing it. Yeah. Um, and slowly over time, um, more kept getting put on us or we were offering to do more, but we started doing Awana. Um, and that was a midweek, uh, type of Bible study type thing and verse memorization and, and things like right. that. If, if no one's familiar with it games and stuff like that, um, also fun. Um, yes. and then on top of that, let's just throw one more thing on top of that. Mini hats. And we ended up doing youth group yes. as well for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are with, um, a full plate and... All of the church's kids, right? Yes. That we are in charge of. Yeah. And that we are discipling. And we have no idea what we're doing. Discipling is a loose term. Well, uh, well, that's that's what I want to talk about today is like the discipleship process of kids. I mean, it's... um, I mean, it's one thing to do... uh, To work on that with all of these strangers' kids, you know? Right. And then also, you know, obviously your own kid, kid. you know what I'm saying? Your own family. Yes. But I guess that's what I wanted to talk about when we were talking about the fun aspect of it. Um, Like, are there any, um, 
if you could do it all over again, what would you change? Oh, good Lord, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think it taught me a lot, but... What did it teach you then? It teach like, me that... What I have learned through being like children's minister and, you know, youth ministry is don't pawn off the discipleship that was put on you by God because they're your children on somebody else that isn't even equipped to do it, if that makes any sense. Because like I had so many parents would come at me and be like, what's wrong with my child? Why aren't they, you know, holier than thou now that they're going to youth group with you, Miss Liz, who swallows fire? Why haven't you fixed them? You know? And it was like, dude, I see your child once or twice a week for an hour. You know, maybe I go on a camping trip with them where they don't want to listen to me half the time. You know, they want to just do whatever they're doing. It, I don't know. It's a slim chance that I reach them. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? They don't see me 24 hours like Jonas does. Hopefully I've reached him. That's my only hope. Like I've reached Jonas and we have another son, Elliot, that we've reached them in some aspect because they actually see us as an example in their life all the time. And I guess that's all I've learned is like, don't expect like a youth leader to be the discipleship in your child's life. Like, I know a lot of parents do that. Like, they, it's like baseball. Like, oh, I send them to baseball league. Sure. You know, they learn how to play baseball. Yeah. So I send them to youth groups. So they're going to learn everything they need to know about God. And it's not true because that youth leader, I tell you what, is pulling out their hair, trying to mangle 40 kids that they don't know anything about. They all come from different cultures, different yeah. ways of life. Things have happened. You know, they don't know. Um, and it's a slim chance that they actually reach them because most of it is entertainment. I mean, that's sad to say, but most of it is just having fun, just entertaining them while the grown-ups do the grown-up things. That's pretty much it. Jonas, what's your um, perspective growing up in this environment? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, like growing up in like youth group and children's yeah, church. Yeah, so. I mean, you went through the entire gamut of it. You went through Awana, you went through children's church, junior helpers, you, yeah. Sunday school. Yeah, I mean, youth I group. Know. It was It was fun. I can tell you that. <laughs> we did it. We had fun. But, like, also, like, I don't think a lot of kids, like, I think a lot of kids come there to have fun, if that makes sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Like, I think it's supposed to be a fun place, right? Like, you're not going to get a kid to sit down and then just, like, tell him about Jesus, and he's going to sit there willingly, right? Right. <laughs> Unless you tie him down. Yeah. Well, and see, that's the problem. It's like you want them to want to sit and learn about Jesus. That That's the whole thought, anyways. In right. an adult's mind, like, I send them to children's church or youth group because they love Jesus, right? They want to learn about Jesus. But like you're saying... You just come there and you're thinking Miss Liz is going to swallow fire today. Yeah, right. You know, right. Like, no. okay, I'm going to bring my Bible and, and she's going to swallow Absolutely. fire. <laughs> That's funny. See, and I don't know if like, I don't know. Like, I think that the discipleship of children, like you guys have been saying, needs to be like a lot more like parent to kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it needs to be like, I don't know, like less. Maybe children's church can be a place where they go have fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's totally fine. Because they like fun. Children right. like fun. <laughs> right, and I get it. Like, But nobody would admit that. Right. It Absolutely. was That was always the hidden secret. Like, 
we were really just having fun. But everybody, like the parents, expected weird things from me and your father to like fix their children. Yeah. But that's we couldn't do that on just like a couple hours a week, if that makes any sense. If and and I guess just to reiterate, like there's no harm in sending your kids somewhere to ha- be in a safe place and have fun for a couple hours. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's totally fine. Right. But. To paint a picture that you are discipling kids, and right. you know what I'm saying, like and they're going to grow up to love Jesus because they went through Awanas and they went through Children's Church and they went through youth group, so they're going to grow up to be like this great minister of God. And then whenever that at half the time, because what I was telling you, like the problem with them not wanting to go to big church because it wasn't fun. You know, we've taught them all their life that church is fun. Like when they go to college, do they like all just fall off? Yeah, it, I, I, that's actually a, a stat that I have is sixty six percent. That's uh, two yeah. out of three um, actually uh, take off between the ages of eighteen and twenty two. Right, and that's why like a lot of mega churches are like still making it. Like, you go to a mega church and it's like a concert. You know what I'm saying? And that yeah. has to do with uh, what we've what we've caused, what we've done. Yeah, like. Because if you go back a hundred years, I mean, there's no fun no. aspect part of church. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is. It you know it for whatever reason. You know, it's 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 church. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You go there, you listen to a dude talk for an hour, and then you know you go home. Well, you go home. Like that. I mean, when I you was sing. younger. I would sit with my grandma in church and she would pinch me if I sneezed. I mean, that was church, dude. Like, you were terrified to move. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that, I don't know, like, the, the society has kind of changed the way that, like, even children think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because now it's all about fun. Yeah. Like, that, like, and they get their little tablets and stuff and they go crazy on those things. You know what I mean? Mm. But like, if, like you were saying, if you go back in Bible times, like, I don't, I mean, they're probably like running around with each other and stuff every now and then, but like, like they came over to Jesus, you know what I mean? Remember that? That's true. They did. They did. I don't know. It's a good point. And so uh, let's ask, uh, I mean, let's at least look at the idea of, uh, like sending your kid to church to try and fix them. You know what I'm saying? Like the hope of that. And like, like you said, we had multiple parents coming to us and saying, my kid is still a hellion. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why haven't you fixed my sin of you every week and stuff like that? Like, at how do you, and, and we ran into this same question of like, how do you teach parents to be able to disciple your kids? And what does that discipleship process look like? Hmm of you actually discipling your kids, of teaching your kids. Because we ran into that. You know what I'm saying? We right. ran into, like, okay, the well, I, I, for lack of a better term, the root of the problem is, like, the parent and the and the not willing to want to um, disciple their kids disciple, or teach their yes, kids. You know what I'm saying? To just pawn it off on somebody else or, what is that, outsource it? Outsource it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we even tried to do like a family. I remember having the family dinner and we had <clears throat> a couple of different tables and we had like serve yourself and break bread with your family and talk about the Lord and try to teach, you know, 
families just to sit and talk about God and just to be an example for your children. And we tried to do that, but it was like it only lasted for like a month or so. And then parents went back to their normal lives and shook it all off and it was back on us again. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it was weird. It didn't yeah. work. It didn't work. No. And yeah. I guess the thing I want to also address today, like, is how we brought you guys up. Um, because I'm not saying that we did anything right. No, we messed this poor child up. <laughs> I'm so jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm definitely not saying that uh, I've got to figure it out because I don't. Right. I, I just want to say that up yeah, front. Right. We, we could have got nothing like, figured out. Yeah, I didn't do my disclaimer. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't know <laughs> I have anything. no idea what I'm talking about. So, yeah. I and hopefully, this is just us sharing um, where we are, right? And realizing, hey, we don't have it figured out, and we're all in this together, type of thing. But you know, like especially being within the church and being on staff, there is a high pressure. For your kids to behave. Oh, good Lord, yes. You know what I'm saying? And for you to be discipling your own kids when no one really has a good definition of that mm-hmm. and what that actually looks like. You know what I'm saying? We're, or even, you're kinda... yeah, for us, like, we were doing so much. By the time we got home, we would just hit the bed, you know what I'm saying, and just die. And you didn't even have time to look at your own kids. It was mm. hard. And I, I'm i sorry for that. I know that we drug you and your brother through a lot of stuff. And we were always go, 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 go. And yeah, and missed a lot of stuff. Yeah. And you guys had to ride that roller coaster with us. Those do more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think you, you got like, I don't think it was terrible. Yeah. You guys were just tired. I mean, I helped. Yeah. As well. I was tired. <laughs> you did a lot of balloon animals. I would never nap as a child like no. you. But... God, no. You fought <laughs> but, me but... every second to take a nap. But I, I was tired still. I play video games. No. Yeah. I don't know. But in in at home, um, in our personal time, like we would drag you guys to the couch. We would force you to the couch every morning. And we would sit and we would read uh, the Bible as a family, mm-hmm. and we'd pray, right? Yeah. Every single morning. Yes, and it, it got to the point where you guys were like, oh, like we have to go to the couch <laughs> and read and blah. Yeah. yeah. Not to say that you're bad or anything. No, like no, no. I, I, I just think that's part of the that, issue here. That... Yeah, we were forcing it on you guys because mm-hmm. we had to be like good parents, right? And make you read the Bible. and Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Link? Um, I don't know. Okay, so, like, I I remember whenever you would force us to the couch every morning, and I do remember that it did become, like, ritual, you know what I'm I mean? Sure. And yeah. I'd wake up, and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, got to wake up again and go <laughs> yeah. to the couch. Like, you yeah. know, I mean, sometimes I want to sleep in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I want to do other stuff, but I, I don't know, but... Because, like, at some point, it's kind of up to the kid to decide, right, if he wants to follow God or not. Right. 
right? Right. What, what point do you think that is? Like, what age? Like, like uh, you know, and I've thought a lot about that, Jonas. It, uh, like, I don't know where parents' faith, like, bleeds over into their kids's, you know, that, that we are just forcing our faith and our belief system upon our kids. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and, and so, and looking back on it, like, you know, I'm wondering where that line is or if there even is a line, like how much of it is like teaching your kids or even the kids at the church and how much of it is just kind of indoctrination and just kind of, um, pushing them in the way that you would hope them to go, if that makes any sense, you know what I'm saying? And, and the more you force feed this kid, your faith and your belief system, like for the most part, they push away, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, right. It, it, like you didn't like coming to the couch anymore and i'm sure like there were sundays when you were like oh good lord we have to go to church again we have to do a yeah, wanna again. Wanna. and i mean i know there was plenty of birthdays that got pushed to the side because we were on a camping trip with the youth <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. that was always my birthday we had a camping trip or something right around right in august every time camp, yeah. yeah 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 i remember at one time I, we had an anniversary mm-hmm and I had taken it off, and then I got scolded from church staff for even taking an anniversary off with Jeez. my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that was hard. That was that was hard. Up. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just what you know. You're taught to do. You God first, everything yeah. last. Yeah, yeah. You keep going. Except God's not the church, though. You know what I mean? No, like, get into that. Oh boy, get get into that. <laughs> Well, yeah. What like, do you mean by that? Like, okay, I, I think it's just like, I mean, God, God's not the church. You know what? I, what? Like, God's the not the church building. building. Yeah, yeah. We should start with that. Yeah. But like, uh, I don't know because you, like working in like the church, you guys are, would know more than me. But I don't know what I'm talking. But anyways, we're like working in the church. Like after a while, it starts to become more about the church building rather than God, right? Mm. And it starts to be like, okay, so I have to please my pastor. Okay, Mm. I got to get money for the church. Tithe, tithe, Mm. tithe, kids, come here. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And it starts to become more about all of that rather than building a deeper relationship with God yourself and building a deeper relationship with your children. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Right? No, no. No, absolutely. I mean... Totally agree. The... The church building can become your God, is what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely put it before everything and lose what's precious. Yeah. So going back to like dragging our kids to the couch every morning and and you think you're doing right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You think you're doing the right thing and you're pulling them to the couch and you're forcing this down them. And and like you said, it starts to become ritual after a while. And you know, and if I'm being honest with myself, Probably is with me too. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure there's some level of that. You know what I'm saying. Like, well, I go. I, I'm doing what I think I should be doing as a parent. You know what I'm saying. And I don't know of any other way. You know what I'm saying. Like, right. So I, I, I don't think I willingly went into it knowing that it was wrong. If that makes any sense. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> but. 
like there was no journey of self-discovery for you guys no. as far as like and the, and this applies to all the kids that we were in charge of but especially you guys but there was no self-discovery about making this faith your own you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah. it, you it, see what you're saying <laughs> but like recently in these past couple of years hmm. i think it's kind of changed because like you stopped forcing us to come to the couch and stuff like that yeah and like i've been like actually starting to like get into my bible a little bit myself and like if if i want to you know i can come to you guys and i could say let's go to the couch and let's read the bible you know what i mean yeah yes. and then like and we've done that a couple times too yeah yeah and, instead of forcing it it just kind of happens, happens naturally you know what i mean Right. Or it doesn't. I don't, you know what I mean? That's right. how it should be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. That's exactly how it should be. Right. I right. should not force you to, because you are not just like born into it. Like just because you're a pastor's kid doesn't mean that you are born and saved. And you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that shouldn't be put on you. Like I, and it was, and I know it yeah. was. And I'm glad that we realized that, that we realized that, hey, wait a minute. Like they have a choice. God himself won't force Jonas or Elliot to love him. And so me and your father finally realized, hey, we got to take our hands off of this and let God do what he's going to do. Because nobody forced me to love God. Mm -hmm. And you found him. You're so natural. Yeah, Yeah, through the power, you know, the Holy Spirit drew drew me to him. And that's the same thing that has to happen for you and your brother. And I can't force that. And neither can your dad. And we just have to like, you know, I pray that y'all do love God. But if you don't, I still have to love you and accept you for whoever you are going to become. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't want to make you think like, oh, if you're not a Christian, your mother won't love you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I will love you no matter what you decide. That's just who I am and who I'm going to be for you in your life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if you denounce God, that doesn't mean I denounce being your mother. I still mm-hmm. love you and will love you until you die or i die whatever you know what i'm saying like yeah th- thank you yes. yes i don't want you to ever think that you know because it's my my own belief system yeah. i believe in god and that's just who i choose to be but you don't have to choose that that probably sounds crazy to most christians listening <laughs> like oh my gosh she just told her kid that he doesn't have to be a christian but i will love you whatever you decide to do yeah okay so wait dad i guess this is a good question like do you think we should teach our kids about Jesus at all? No, see, I, you know, that's where I'm torn. Like, and especially because the whole children's discipleship within the church and then my own personal discipleship with my own kids, it's all intertwined to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all mixed together. So I, I really don't have like a solid solution. Like the, I heard someone say like they want to be able to teach their kids um, with the least amount of stuff they're going to have to unlearn later. You know what I'm saying? There has to be a level of self-discovery. Like, Elliot came to me not too long ago, and he was um, really serious about it, and he said, Dad, I don't think I want to be a Christian when I grow up. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, like, kind of floored by that at first. And then he goes into um, this list that he had compiled in his head of what Christians do and what they shouldn't do. And it was just like a whole bunch of no, 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 no um, type of like don't touch, 
and this is what we had taught him. You well, know sure, what I'm yes, like, we yes, we messed you guys all up. I mean, it's the Ten Commandments, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like Christians don't cuss, they don't drink, they don't do blah blah blah. You know, they have a whole list. He had a whole laundry list of stuff, and yeah. I was, and and I was just like, yeah, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. And and it was at that point I was re- I was I realized that holy cow like this is what it means to be a Christian. It's like that's it, we are less defined about how we love and more defined about what we can't what we can't touch what we can't do what we can't mm. say how we right. act our the appearance blah right. blah blah you know what we can't watch what we can't play right because that's what you grow up in the church with. learning like you're forced to not do this not do that and i'm not saying that that's right or wrong but we don't focus much on the love part of it that you know god loves you yeah we focus more on what we can't do mm-hmm. rather than what, what we, we can, can do, do. yes yeah. what do you mean by what we can do like i mean we can love other people and we can love god right yes. isn't that what jesus says yes boom mic drop <laughs> that's funny like and like mom is saying that um the unconditional love um doesn't just stop with you guys that every christian should be known by their love and their you know what i'm saying like, rather than the oh their yeah. Christians don't go around them don't do this don't you know like people come around and they don't cuss around you because you're a christian it's like it's mm. just weird it's like i tell them all the time like you cuss in front of god who am i <laughs> god can hear you <laughs> yeah but i think and to answer your question jonas like what would i change how would i do it differently right yeah is that what you're asking yeah i don't know man i don't know like i there needs to be, for me, my if I could do it all over again, I would see if I could walk out my own faith in my life, and that would just show to you guys. It would show right. to the world. I would, I mean, James says, I will show you my faith by my works. You know what I'm saying? That how I love and how I, if I want to get into my own word myself, then I do it. You know what I'm saying? That it's not necessarily something that's forced upon anyone else. And I don't do that anywhere else in my entire life. You know what I'm saying? And then hopefully it would rub off on you guys and hopefully you would be inspired and hopefully you would be drawn to, um, your own walk yourself, if that makes any sense. And like, there's a hope that like, They'd come up to you and they'd be like, hey, what you reading over there? You know what I mean? Yeah, or, yeah, seeing your dad pray or seeing your dad um, serve or, uh, you know, fill in the blank. You know what I'm saying? Like, It's funny that you you say that because I'm just thinking about that scripture where it talks about the wife who's married to uh, a husband that doesn't believe. And she's told to love him abundantly. And to show him God's love, and because of that, there's hope that he might come and love God. Because if we show our children the love of God in everyday life, you know, whenever they mess up, because everybody always pretends like everybody's perfect, right? But, you know, we all mess up. And so when Jonas messes up, I don't 
judge him and cast him into hell. You know what I'm saying? Out of love, I accept him and forgive him and have mercy. The way that God has always had mercy on me and shown me his love and compassion, that's what draws me to him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the same way, I do that to my children and hope that that would draw them to God because he's the one that taught me that. He's the one that taught me to love, to have mercy and grace. And I don't know. I don't know, hope you just live your life that way instead of trying to force them, like, do yeah. X, Y, and Z. You got to go to church every Sunday. You got to read right. your Bible. You got to memorize these verses and awanas, or you're all going to go to hell. I mean, none of yeah. that is true. Yeah. Because no, seriously, that's not true. And the, the kids will grow up and then they'll learn about religion and they'll be like, oh, mom and dad, what religion do you guys believe in? You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. But also, as a parent, like, there has to be some sort of discipline that exists still, right? Like, oh, yeah. where does that discipline line up? <laughs> well, like, but, uh, I mean, discipline doesn't necessarily have to intertwine with faith. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Like, Shouldn't it? Well, I'm just saying, if your kids don't want to come to the couch, do you discipline them? Right. Yeah, probably not. Do you see what I'm saying? But it's like, I mean, if you if you hit your brother, you're probably going to get disciplined. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I mean, there's, there's uh, how we treat others exists. Um, also without outside of faith, you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. You shouldn't be punished because you don't want to go to church on Sunday. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. You know but that's taught in the church that, yeah, you force your kids to go to church. You force them to read the Bible. Yeah. And if not, they're heathen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, And because you force that, like, they want to find out later in life, like, what else exists other than that you know what yeah, I mean? that's what you see like especially with what the amish like the after the age 18 they can go off and do whatever you know they can mm. on a rumspringer right you know and and they can go do whatever and 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 you see a lot of that like especially with this number like two out of three 18 year olds are gone out of church you know what i'm saying right. as yep. soon as they turn 18 like they want to go taste the world, you know, like having being raised in this Christian bubble their entire life. They're like, oh, man, let me go get drunk. Let me go party. Let me go do whatever. Mm-hmm. Things like that. I mean, it's it's not uncommon. You know, it's kind mm-hmm. of the and, I, and I'm just saying, is this the best way? Is this all we have? Mm-hmm. Is this the best way that we can raise our kids? Because it doesn't seem to be working. For a lot of folks, you know what I'm saying? It it didn't, you know, I don't, I I don't have an answer. Like I, you were saying like you raise them and you hope that they would, um, you know, have their own relationship and find God things like that. But there's also the other side of it. Like you could raise your kids and, um, you could like not impress your own faith on them. And they could just, you know, go off and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you failed as a parent? I don't know because like God himself gives us all our own will. Right. I mean, does that mean God failed? Because a lot of people don't choose God. That's do you know question. what I'm saying? Like, I, I think it's that same aspect. I think that you were telling me that, like, the biggest part of love is just giving people their own will to do what they're going to do because god doesn't force us to love him he doesn't force us to do right or wrong or force you to be a christian for example he loves you and then you can do whatever you want with that and that's i mean if we love our children and that's all we do is love them no matter what i mean i think we're doing what god told us to do yeah 
And whatever they do is whatever they do. Yeah. I don't think it's failure or success. I think it's just life. And you live it together and enjoy it together. We're not here long, so. So do you guys think we should treat, like, our children, like, with, like, the same way that we treat every single other person, like, God-wise, if that makes sense, with a little bit, like, extra flair? <laughs> What's the flair part? <laughs> I don't know. The flare part's like, I agree with you. I'm your yeah. dad. I'm gonna love you. We're gonna go play golf together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, it's, it's there's like a, a there's a little fun. more um, closeness. Connection. There's a yeah yeah more intimate relationship. You guys have known each other. You spend more time together. Things like yeah, that. That's the flare. That's, that's the, the flare. flare. I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna steal that. Mm. Yeah, I think so. And and um. I mean, uh, we should be known by the way that we live, mm. I think. Mm. Like uh, like you said, that's the thing that drew you to God was the way that he loved you, right? Yep. I, and I don't know, I don't have an alternate for how the church could be raising kids better. Um. I in and maybe better is a bad term, you know. I don't want to necessarily attach labels or wrong or right or anything like that. More effectively, especially if if their goal, if the church's goal is to produce new Christians, you know what I'm saying? Like when two out of three kids are walking away from the faith, like what can change? What does that look like on the other side of like? Because just going, you know, looking back at my own life, like. I think I did it wrong. Mm. If I'm going to be honest, I think I did it wrong when it came to like teaching these kids and kind of indoctrinating them. Like, um, these are the tenets of my faith and it's fun. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like when I read scripture, there's not, <laughs> there's not like people swallowing fire no. and, you know, juggling and all this crazy yeah. balloon animals right. and stuff like that. It's like, <gasps> I, I, I've turned my faith into a circus like sideshow, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Into a joke, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's what I regret. It's yeah. a, it's a false advertisement. Yeah, absolutely. Saying, Here's the Bible. We yeah. swallow fire. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we invite all these neighborhood kids into this building, right? Yeah. And we promise them so much fun. Mm. And if you just stick around and sw uh, swallow your vegetables you'll get some candy as well you know what i'm saying yeah. like yes it, it it doesn't seem genuine mm -mm. it seems um bait and switch right if that makes any sense yeah right because when jesus said let the little children come to me he wasn't putting on a show of any sort they would just come to him because they were drawn to him by the holy spirit and we always questioned that, like, if you take all the fun out of it, who would come? <laughs> who would you show know, up? That's funny. I have a a buddy of mine. He was also a youth pastor, and uh, and and we were talking about we were talking about the same subject about like, hey, these kids are just coming for fun, and he was fighting me on it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and he 
He's like, no, 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 no. They're coming to learn about Jesus. They're coming to learn about Jesus. I'm like, no, they're not, dude. Right. You like yourself because you want to think you're doing great, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I said, okay, so on the next youth trip, here's an experiment. I said, take out all the fun. Hmm. I say, you go there, you turn and burn, and then you just come back. And I think you also had like a project. They had to work. They probably yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's not only not fun, but guess what? You have to like work as yeah. well. And uh, the the year before, when there was all this fun built in, he had like 30 plus kids going. Yeah. And then that year, I think he was down to two, like <laughs> after he removed all the, all fun, the fun out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, uh, and, and, and I think that's what you see as well. Like, and like I said, I'm not saying that's wrong. Kids can go to a building and have a safe, fun environment. Right. I go to youth group and have fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I do. And occasionally, like, I mean, I could take something away from the message as well, though. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Yes. But it, my question is, like, are we deceiving ourselves and thinking that this is the discipleship process? Right. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? And a lot of, like, people in the church, at least. Like, and they're like, okay, yeah. So all these kids are getting discipled and disciplined. And, okay, does it become about the numbers? Mm. Is, is that what it is? Like, because you guys were, like, in the church. And so you guys were, like taught that okay so teach Elliot and Jonas and all these other kids about Jesus so that they can grow up and we'll have more people in our church you know what I mean right. so they stick around yeah it's absolutely that's exactly what it is and well it's kind of scary too in the sense that I don't know like you you almost lie to them like if, as if like if they do x y and z then they have a golden ticket into heaven and none of that's true mm-hmm like, I remember, you know, that's what they teach you is like, and I shouldn't say they, I don't know, just like, that's what I was taught anyways. Like, if you work in the church and you are a children's minister, you work in the kitchen, wherever you work, you're working on to God and in the church. And so you're going to go to heaven. And I don't really know if that's true or not. Like, mm -hmm. I need to be serving God and not this building, I guess. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. It's just weird. And then these kids are raised up in it like their parents send them and, and they think, oh, they went to church all their lives and children's church and youth group and they're going to go to heaven. Yeah. But that's nothing that Jesus never said that. Like go to, you know, Sunday school and youth group and you're going to make it in. That It's all about the heart. Like you said, right. if you take away the fun, who shows up? Who really wants to be there because of Jesus? Two people. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's what we we'll judged on. Not you won't be judged on your attendance at a youth group or, or an awanas or how many verses. There's so many kids that knew these verses, and after yeah. doing it a couple of years, I would ask them, "What does that mean?" And they couldn't even explain the words that they were saying to me. Like yeah. they they would just say it out of memory, and they to get the candy that I had in my hand. There was no heart behind it. It, it was so bizarre. It feels deceitful or something, yeah. doesn't it? Like Absolutely. you like t take it apart, like yeah. or like like a ritual or something. Mm -hmm. Man, they just say these words over and over again. They don't know what they mean or no. anything. Give them a piece of candy. Get tell a golden them to go star. Back home. It's it's weird. Yeah, and you feel How did like this you. Happen? I know it's crazy. I had to repent over it because I felt like I taught a lot of kids wrong. Yeah. 
you know, mm-hmm. horribly wrong that because you give them that incentive, like they think they got a golden star from Miss Liz. Of course, they're going to go to heaven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's a lie. It's not true. Yeah. That's terrifying. Well, I know that you guys taught me the fruits of the spirit, at least. <laughs> you know, hey, that I can wacky repeat, song. Like, the books of the Bible. Right. Bro, you know George, what I'm saying? Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. That, that was nice. Yesterday. But, but uh, again, like she's saying, what does that mean to actually live those out and actually do those things? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the kids don't know what that means, no. but they know how to do the dance that goes. Yes, along. Yeah, definitely absolutely. can do the moves. Absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, I see what you mean. You gotta say we're doing it wrong at some point. Yes, like, holy cow! Like you said, how do we get here? Like, it it was a shift in the '60s of uh, introducing this program called Awana into churches and then all it drew a ton of kids into these churches that weren't normally there right and mind you it was in the beginning it was made for kids that didn't have parents that were not discipling their kids like you know some kids grow up and their parents are drug addicts they're or not around so it, yeah so it was for those type of kids and you were even shunned back in those days if you sent your kid to these programs and you mm. were a churchgoer like because that was your job like you were supposed to disciple your own children yeah and there was a shift and and so all of a sudden this entertainment factor started coming in with awana and things like that and churches started saying well we need to up our game like mm-hmm. and like you said it became a numbers thing you know yeah. what i'm saying like because, I mean, we would always boast about, like, our numbers. Oh, you know yes. what I'm saying? How many yeah, kids? Yeah, we have 100 kids in Awanas. We're doing great. We're all going to go to heaven. Or oh, Jesus how me. many went to youth camp? <laughs> how many at youth camp, you know, uh, said the prayer and walked the aisle and oh, blah, yes. blah, gave their life to Jesus? And, sl- and, and I'm not saying that didn't happen. I'm just saying, like, you don't see that reflected in Scripture or any of this blueprint. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like... Um, yeah, and with the youth trips and stuff, like I remember going to multiple youth trips, and like, like you sing the con, you go to the concerts and stuff, and you have a great time, and then it gets all deep about mm. Jesus and stuff, and then you go home and you sit on the, your bed and do nothing about it. You know yes. what I mean? Right. Nothing changed. Nothing changed for me, at least. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. So what? Let me ask you this, like, um. What are you going to do differently with your kids? Or the same? Well, I what don't are you know. Gonna do? That's a big question. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm still 16, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't be having kids right now. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I think that I'm just going to kind of wing it. I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound crazy. No, no. I, I kind of wing it every day, man. You know what I'm saying? You've learned well. <laughs> right? Yeah, no. Yeah. No. And then you learn from what you do wrong. And then mm-hmm. you're like, okay, so I'll do it this way. We'll try this and see what happens. And mm-hmm. if that doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I guess a good question. Should we have a goal to try to get our children to become Christian? Or is that know. like... I don't think so. I I really don't think so. And the only reason I say that is because, like, you see, like, especially in John chapter 6, like, 
thousands and thousands of people walk away from Jesus and he doesn't actually go get them. You know what I'm saying? And, and they're his children, right? Well, I mean, uh, he doesn't go force them to follow him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like following Jesus was always a choice and it was very personal. And, you know, if we're looking at a numbers game, like I think it was 10,000 plus, you know, 10,000 men. And by the end of John six, uh, he ends up with 12, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and that should tell you something, man, that should tell you where he was. And the fact of following Jesus is a intimate personal choice that every single person has to make. Right. And it's never going to be something where you it's bait and switch. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You come yeah. for the fun and you stay for the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And I, I don't know. I think that I've been taught wrong a lot of my life. And, and I'm not blaming the church. I'm blaming myself for not reading my own Bible. The Bible says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And Jesus always taught me to love my neighbor as myself and love God with all my heart, soul, and mind. And he never said that I had to save anyone. Mm. He never said that was my job. That's his job. You well, know, that's God's job. Has the job. church said that? And they that... always teach. I mean, how many kids did I tell, say the ABCs so I can write your name in this book and I can show my pastor that, hey, I Miss Liz saved 15 kids on camp trip. Yeah. That's a lie. Yeah. I saved no one. I hurt them more than anything because of the things I would teach them. And you know what I'm saying? Just stuff that wasn't true from the Bible. What God told us to do is just to love our neighbor. We can't even get that right. Let alone, there's no way that I can save anyone. I have enough trouble with myself. <laughs> enough trouble trying to get it together with just me. So there's no way that I can save you, Jonas. Um, I can love you. Oh, man. Yeah, I can love you, and I I will love you. Sorry, Jonas. As much as possible. You're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess to answer your question, Dad, if I ever did have a kid, uh, I would love him, and I would... Or her. Yeah, or I was going to say you well, said him. I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I, I, I'd just, like, be there for them, you know what I mean? Like, that's all you can do. Just love them, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, like, develop a really, like, deep relationship with them. Yeah. Yeah. And and like I said, man, I don't have it figured out. But mm -hmm. hopefully the relationship that we have now is stronger and more meaningful than when I was trying to drag you to the couch. Right earlier and that and it is like it, and i don't know like if you guys like would have stayed in like children's ministry and stuff i think it very much could have been different you know what i mean yeah and i think you guys could have been still going to youth group and stuff and you'd be like jonas come to youth group now right you know what I mean? well you see some of your friends that are like that yeah so i won't say any names but you have church friends that are dragged to church and they hate it yeah and their their parents are all in it, you know, the youth and, group leaders yeah. and children ministers, and they grew up in it and they despise it. And I stay the night there, and it's so weird, man. Like yeah. it's like going back in a like a time, time machine, bro. Like they like they're literally like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's crazy. And yeah. they're like, 
mm. stuck in the same thing that you guys were mm. and they have to wake up and go to church mm. and stuff like that and it's not about it's not about god no it's not it, it rules them i mean i don't know it could be i don't know i shouldn't yeah. say it's not about god but yeah. probably not in and if we were still continuing down that road i think like mom said i think you guys would still be second yeah. And the church would be first mm. and all the other kids. And when you say church, you mean church building, church, church building, you know administrations. Which is crazy that yes. the church buildings turn you around yes, like which that is against really even crazy. your own children. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Because insanity. They want me to give everything up for them. But whenever I find a reason to leave and decide, okay, I'm after and i don't want to say anything i'm not saying any names like after spending i don't know a good 10 years devoting your life giving up family quality time for these people vacations birthdays everything, anniversaries, everything like this and then the second that you decide okay you know i don't think this is the great i don't think god wants me to be here anymore you know what i'm saying and you leave i hear nothing from any of them it's crazy there's yeah silence and what did i lose it's so heartbreaking to think of all the years that, you know, we could have celebrated your birthday on your birthday. We did that this last year. This You just turned 16 and we actually went to Silverwood on your birthday. And 16 years, we've yeah, never done like that. Never happened in yeah. yeah. I'm glad that we finally woke up. I'm glad that we could finally see our son and love our children. And because God gave you to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You are straight from God. Every good thing comes from God, and yeah, I came out at you. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I should never take you for granted, and I'm sorry that I ever did. You know, I love you. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, mom. Oh, oh, therapy. Yes, cheap therapy. Cheap therapy. Just do a podcast. (laughs) We'll have therapy class. We should make your brother come. Yeah. (laughs) Force him to come. Yeah, yeah, it goes against everything I say. (laughs) That's funny. Never learn. Say I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, I. Like, moving forward, I don't have a fix for the church. I don't Mm. have a fix for anybody. I'm not trying to offer any solutions. No. Um, Where we are as the Bovee family is, like you said, we're winging it. And we're just kind of going day by day. And if I make mistakes, I'll own up to them and I'll apologize to you and I'll be real with you. Mm. And if I'm struggling with anything that I can come to you and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the closer we can be as a family and the more honest and open and real that we can be, I think the better that's, that's just where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you can see me genuinely loving people and exampling my faith in my own life, that's all I got. You know what I'm saying? That's, I think it's a lot more freeing for me to have stepped away from the organization because when I was in it, I was very forced to make you appear perfect. Right. And my husband. Uh, there's to be a, a lot of pressure. Appear perfect. Make you to appear perfect. Me, everybody, everything was together, right? There was no brokenness. Yeah. And 
And it, it kind of put you guys, you boys, in a situation where you were terrified to tell me if you had done anything wrong. Yeah, we got to hide everything. Yes, hide because it. Because you're hiding stuff. Yes, yeah. put it under the rug. We're all perfect. There's yeah. nothing wrong. We've yeah. all got it together. And now that we have stepped away from that, it's much more freeing to say, hey, dude, like, I, I really jacked this up, and I'm sorry, and help me stay accountable now that I, mm-hmm. I don't do this anymore. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. freeing to be able to <laughs> tell my sins to my children and my husband and not n- be burned at the stake for it. Do you know what I'm saying? And not, I'm not encouraging people to sin, but I'm just saying, like, I can now at least admit whenever I do wrong and know that I'm not going to be thrown out. Do you know if that makes any yeah, sense? Yeah, I remember whenever you guys would hide the fact that you drank wine from us. Yes. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And now you know where my hiding spot, at least Elliot does. I told him, I'm like, <laughs> this is where we hide it. So if you ever see it there, call me on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And not saying drinking is bad. It's just for us. Know, for us, you know, we, one turns into 10. So. Yeah. So yeah. we just don't want we just to don't go down do that it. road. Yeah. yeah. But just the fact that you guys like, hit it from us you yeah. know what i mean that shows something right, right. yeah absolutely that like that's how the church taught you to do yes, stuff to you know hide I mean? everything and to pretend that it was to pretend all. that you're perfect and we weren't no still aren't still um, aren't man. but now i can at least say jonas i'm going on a date with your father when i get home ask me if i drink a glass of wine so i can be truthful yeah you know mm-hmm. yes so there you go Pretty and same cool. to me Yes. No but I'm not, I didn't drink a glass of wine, Mama, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> but when you get older, you know, go for it. You know, if, if I'm not saying get drunk or anything like that, but, you know, whatever you do in your life, like your mom said, we're going to love you. Yeah. yeah. No matter what. You know what I'm saying? What if I killed someone? Well, that's a hard conversation. <laughs> that is a hard conversation. We'd still love you. Wouldn't agree with you. Yeah. I'd love you. Yeah. I'd still come see you in jail. Uh, I would make you muffins. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I like muffins. Yes. It sounds like we're encouraging him to do evil. No, like, no, I'm not, no. not going to murder him. <laughs> but, <laughs> we're just giving you your own will. I mean, yeah. if, if you if your will is to kill somebody, then that's, I mean, that's what God does. I'm not going to kill someone. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, God takes his hands off and he says, okay, you're going to do good or evil. I'm going to let you do what you're going to do, but I'm still going to love you. Yeah. That sucks from a parent's point of view. It does. And there's consequences. Like, even in God's aspect, like... If you do kill somebody, you're going to be put in jail, and that's a consequence. You know what I'm saying? And if we're evil, you might be put in hell. You know what I'm saying? That's a consequence. Which does suck to watch your child go through that. that. And God watches it all the time. But he allows it because he loves us and lets us make our own mistakes. Mm. It's hard. So, wait, are you saying that we should love children in the same way that God loves his children? Yes. Yeah. You learn from your father. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> learn from your father. That's a good note to end on. That's not. Yeah. Isn't that bad? Yeah, it's pretty good. That's crazy. It's a good summary, man. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. it's really hard. Damn. Hard. But it's all about love. Yep. Yeah. Huh. And it would oh. seem to be more loving to like lock you down and 
you know, like you're like the Rumsburgers, and yeah, because you think you're doing good, and he's going to go to heaven. But it's know? not your it's not your heart. Like you don't you didn't wake up and say, "Hey, I want to do Awanas and children's church and youth group." That was never your thought. That was my thought that I put on you, yeah, my yeah. own will. Do you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't love. Like you said, more along the lines of. Yeah. 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 For sure. I'm glad we well, don't have that anymore. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I think that's a good ending. Good ending. Yeah. Awesome. Good therapy session. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. This is, uh, this has been the broken podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, We'll throw in that disclaimer one more yes, time. Yes, we don't know what we're talking no about. No idea. No we're idea. We're all broken. And no one's got to figure it out. No. Thanks for listening. Mike, drop. 